0: We are back. December is an insane month. At least it always feels like that to me. There's all this extra hustle and bustle around shopping and parties and family events and school and work events and wacky schedules or no schedules at all, in addition to all your regular responsibilities. So when I say things like you need to continue to care for yourself during the holidays, you probably are either thinking, um, that's insane. I can barely take care of everything else or, oh my gosh, yes, please help me take care of myself. So either way, I'm hoping that today's episode is going to make the idea of caring for yourself this month feel not only possible, but a little more simple and absolutely necessary. A lot of you may know right now, and some of you may even be in with me right now, that I am running a coaching group called Healthy Through the Holidays, where we are really utilizing that group in space to make sure that our health needs are met, that we continue progress toward our goals and continue caring for ourselves, even when things get busy and crazy. It's been such an awesome group experience so far with meeting on our Zoom calls and with supporting each other through the Facebook group that I already know this will be a group that I run before the holidays every year. And it's given me really also some awesome insight into coaching groups I'd like to have in the future. But we're really supporting each other on our healthy goals and healthy intentions during this time. And we've come up with together four mantras or really guiding thoughts that are going to be guiding us, have been guiding us through this program. And I thought before I played this episode for you about self-care in the holidays, I might share those intentions with you. Just maybe something will resonate with you, with where you're at, maybe help to focus your thoughts around self-care a little differently. So we came up with four intentions that are guiding our time together, and these are them. Number one, we take intentional care of ourselves and our needs. Number two, we eat foods that serve our bodies and make us feel energized. Number three, we maintain healthy boundaries by honoring what feels good to ourselves. And number four, we acknowledge that we cannot control stressful situations, but we can control how we respond. Those are our four guiding thoughts. If you want to go back, listen to them again, maybe pick one and write it down that you want to carry with you through the next few weeks as we head further into the holidays, maybe that will help you to feel a little more grounded and a little more intentional in your self-care practices. Okay, here's the episode. December is an insane month. At least it always feels like that to me. There's a lot of extra hustle and bustle around shopping, parties, family gatherings. You may have school or work events and wacky schedules or no schedule, in addition to all your regular responsibilities. I also have my birthday, which at the time of this release happens to be next Monday, December 20th, just in case anybody wanted to know. So when I say you need to continue to care for yourself during the holidays, you're probably either thinking, one, that's insane, I can barely take care of everything else, or, oh my gosh, yes, please, I do need to take care of myself. Either way, I'm hoping that today's episode will make the idea of self-care during this month of December feel not only possible, but simple and absolutely necessary. I want to encourage you during this holiday craziness to stick to your routines the best that you can. If you currently have a morning routine, a journaling practice, or an exercise routine, you should stick with that. If you have a house cleaning regimen, if you have a sleep schedule or a bedtime routine, and these routines make you feel good, then throwing them out the window for the next few weeks will, well not make you feel good (laughs) you need to hold on to the routines and hold on to those daily things that make you feel good along with that we can really prioritize the things that we know make us feel good and make us healthier prioritizing our sleep movement water even though our schedules might be really different or like i said kind of non-existent during some of these holiday times and we might be eating new things or having new experiences There are additional stressors present, so we need to continue to do the things that we know best support our mental clarity and best help us to maintain a good mood in addition to supporting things physically in our bodies like our digestion and our cognition. So really, really would encourage you, get a good night's sleep. Know when it's time to go home, when it's time to go to bed. Know that starting your day out by going for a walk doing some stretching and moving your body is probably a good idea. Pack your water bottle, drink your water and continue all those efforts like flavored water and putting a straw in and all that stuff that we do throughout the rest of the year to drink water. This is when we really sink into these good routines and these healthful practices that are going to hopefully help keep us feeling good. I mentioned there, know when it's time to go home. And I think that leads us into this really, really important part of self-care, which is knowing your boundaries and being clear and firm about what those boundaries are. By boundaries here, I mean what you actually want to be doing and what you actually have time or energy to be doing. You probably can't do it all this year and that's okay you don't need my permission for this or you don't, you don't need anybody's permission for this, but I'm gonna give it to you anyway. So if you need it, here we go. You are allowed to say no. You are allowed to leave a party early or to decline an invitation. You are allowed to decline a gift exchange if you don't want to spend or purchase another gift. You're allowed to decline a cookie exchange if you don't have time to bake or you don't want 12 dozen cookies in your house. You're allowed to say no. You can say no to an activity that doesn't fit in your schedule right then. You don't have to force it in. You can avoid situations or people that might tempt you to not be the best version of yourself or the version that you're working on. You can decline those invitations. You can also set boundaries so that you can do the things you want to do, so that you have time for that stuff. If maintaining your morning routine is important to you, you may have to put some um, other boundaries in place to make sure you get that time. You might need to carve out time for exercise and make that important. You may also need to set aside um, some household things, decline an invitation so you can do an activity you want, leave your kitchen a little bit messier so you can do the activity you want. You get to decide how you're going to use your time and use your energy. I think that's probably the most important piece or element that there is to maintaining your self-care during a crazy time of year. The second most important, well, I don't know what we're at, third most important piece, right? So we've got maintaining our routines and our good healthy practices the best we can, being clear and firm about our boundaries the best that we can, and then the next piece is monitoring our self-talk during this time. I'm not in your head, so I don't know what you're saying to yourself, but I could let you into mine for a minute. I might say something like, I have too much to do. Could I flip that statement and say, I am blessed with so many opportunities. I may say, oh, I do not have time to exercise this week. Maybe I need to stop and say to myself instead, moving my body for just a few minutes is going to help me feel better later. Maybe in my head, I'm stressed out and I say, I am never going to get all of this done. Maybe I need to check myself there and say, I am loved and valuable to this earth, even when I do less, even when I don't get it all done. Maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, I do not want to cook. And we can flip the script on that with a little bit of gratitude and say, I get to make delicious food or I get to make healthy food for myself and my family. What a blessing this time of year. Just encourage you to be paying attention to the kinds of phrases that are popping into your head on a regular basis and start offering yourselves alternatives. There is so much power in our thoughts. There's also power in writing things down and getting them out of your head and putting them somewhere concrete. Write things down. Or you could be like me and you can write everything in six different places, but it is amazing the relief that you can get when you don't have to remember or keep track of something anymore. It's also amazing how much clearer tasks or schedules can be when you can see them, especially if you are a visual person like I am. I need to see it. I can't just hear it or think about it. I use a planner that has an agenda for appointments, a weekly to-do list, daily priorities, Habit tracking I'm working on that week, all in one place. But I also use a phone calendar with reminders that go off, a kitchen whiteboard where I can see the schedule on a regular basis, post it notes everywhere. You don't have to use my system, but maybe there is a piece that would work for you or some system that would work for you to help you declutter your head a little bit so that you're able to keep track of the stuff you need to do, but you're also able to be fully present in the moments you're trying to enjoy. Plan ahead for those moments you're trying to enjoy. Plan ahead for the things that are important to you. A lot of times this year, people have off for consecutive days in a row, extended time that they don't usually have off. If that's you, you might want to spend a little time thinking about how you want to use your time off. Maybe there's a friend you've been meaning to catch up with and you need to schedule that in in advance. Maybe you know if you don't make the hair appointment, you're not going to get it. If you don't take the time to empty and clean out your closet and donate all that stuff or do that creative project you've been waiting for, the time is going to slip away from you. Don't let other people's calendars or the things that you think you should be doing suck away all of your time and energy. Plan it out, schedule it in, and then keep that date with yourself. Making time for things that are important to you is an amazing form of self-care. I'd encourage you in addition to all these things that may feel kind of big, to really focus on things that are small and specifically to use the first and the last moments of your day in an intentional way. I really find that the way I use those minutes matters most with how I feel throughout the rest of my day. This is the time to be aware of or in control of what your thoughts are. Maybe in the first few minutes or the last few minutes of the day, You practice gratitude a little more. You write down some things you're grateful for, or you just pause and be aware of them. Maybe it's the time that you brain dump everything out of your head so that you can get a good night's sleep or have a productive day. Maybe you just listen to music that lifts you up and changes your mood or your mindset, or you practice some deep breathing, or you engage in some prayer or meditation. This is personal to you, but those first few minutes of the day really set the tone for the day. And then the last few minutes can help to put your day into perspective and can also truthfully set the tone for your subconscious while you're sleeping, which cycles you back into your next morning. Our thoughts are so powerful, so we want to use them with intention. My last piece of advice for self-care during this time of year is to keep things simple. There are no rules about how many presents you have to buy or how many cookies you have to bake. You don't have to decorate your house from top to bottom if it stresses you out, or if you know that taking down all the decorations is going to stress you out later, you don't have to do it. You are not a worse mom if you don't make a gingerbread house. You are not a worse girlfriend if you don't have a new New Year's Eve outfit, and you are not a worse person if you order takeout instead of cooking during the holidays. In this time of life, where we kind of have access to everything about other people's lives through social media, the FOMO can be real. If you don't know that, FOMO is the feeling of missing out. The FOMO can be real. When you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, you are seeing a collection of things that other people have prioritized. No one is doing all the things. Let me clarify that. When you scroll through Instagram and you see... The gingerbread house, the caroling, the lights, the decorations, the gifts. That's each person's thing that they are highlighting. Nobody is doing all of the things. You need to think about what's actually important to you, what you really enjoy, what helps you and your family or the people around you feel happier, and allow yourself to just do that and to do that fully. You can let the rest of the ideas of whatever anyone else might be doing go by and just keep it simple. Just focus on the things that you want to spend your time and energy on. As the next few weeks go by, do encourage you stick to your routines, stick to what makes you feel the best. Be careful of how you talk to yourself and give yourself grace knowing that you're doing enough. You are doing more than enough and you are enough. There will be so much more peace and joy in the holiday season when you continue to make your needs and your feelings in your top priorities. If there is anything I can do to encourage you in your self-care and in your healthy habits and routines during this time of year, please reach out. You can send me a message on Instagram, be well with Stuff. You can send me an email to steph at BewellwithStuff.com pretty easy to get a hold of and it is just me sitting on the other an- end answering messages so please please if this is a time of year where you are struggling with your mental health or with your self-care please reach out and know that there will always be someone who cares on the other end Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here, and I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to bewellwithstuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well with Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media. So come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well.